All right, Michael. We got to head out. I've got a plan. Michael? Hate to say it, Daddy, but I think the plan's going to have to change. I'll tell you, he really got me. Right in the guts. Hurt like hell, too. There I was, Bill. Lying on the floor, bleeding all over with my son standing over me, holding the still-smoking gun. If I would have had to place a bet, I would have doubled down that I was a goner. Yeah, it's me, Agent Dickey. I got him. Moment in a hurry, though. There's a struggle, and he got one in the guts. Look, I don't tell you how to do your job, so try to keep your opinion to yourself, all right? Don't worry about it. He ain't going nowhere. Just hurry up. Well, that's that. You had a good run at it, old man. But I'm afraid your time is up. Uh, uh, Michael! Why? First off, my name ain't Michael, just like you ain't Jerry. The name's Dickie Jones. Maybe you remember me from that TV show, Alternate Takes? No? Well, you probably don't remember too much about real life anyway. As for the why, hell, I just couldn't resist. I've been wanting to shoot you ever since I got hired to play your son. It it doesn't make any sense. How did you... Matter of perception, really. That and the fact I stopped aging as a kid. Hey, I wouldn't move around too much if I were you. You're bleeding all over. Wouldn't want you to pass away on me. Here, here's a towel. Put some pressure on it. Who, who are you? Damn it, I just told you. See, right there, that proves it. You really thought I was a kid. I told my agent I had talent. Instead, just because I haven't aged properly, my career goes bottoms up. Now the only job I get is pretending to be a terrorist kid. Downright humiliating is what it is. Through all the pain of holding my guts in, I somehow managed to get a good long look at him. At first, he looked just like I remembered Michael looking. But the longer I stared, the more I began to notice the signs of wrinkles. I began to remember how forced Michael's voice sounded. It began to dawn on me real slow, Bill, just how stupid I had been. You know what, Mr. Magger? Or whatever your real name is, I don't get it. What was this all about, anyway? They must have spent millions on this pretend life, and for what? You don't seem all that useful to me. Hell, if it were me in charge, I'd just as well had put a bullet through that thick skull of yours. Can you really tell me what makes you so damn important, anyway? <laughs> Guess you're not up to talking, are ya? Not with all that blood seeping everywhere. Oh, well. Hey, what do you say to a little TV? You can moan once for yes. Yeah, whatever. Good enough for me. Tell me, uh, Dickie, have you ever been initiated? Initiated? What are you going on about? Hey, what do you think you're doing? Station Zero Frequency X. What? what what's happening? Can't move like shifting sideways there in the periphery. What, what is that? You are going on a one-way trip, Dickie. Say goodbye to sanity for me. That little device the vagrant had given me? Boy, was I glad I remembered how to use it. A press of the button, a voice command, and I could send your typical psychopath on a one-way trip to the other side of his mind. But there was still the matter of escape. I don't know how I did it, neighbor. I dragged myself out of that hotel room, leaving an important amount of my fluids behind. Somehow, I managed to stay conscious enough to get into the car and 
drive about 20 miles away. I made it well into the country before losing my consciousness. Unfortunately, I was still behind the wheel when it happened. Dr. Anominate, we're picking up a distress signal from one of those citizens. Do we know which one? Sir, the signal appears to have been sent by Citizen Q. Q? Are you sure? Have you compared the biofrequencies? Yes, sir. We have a match. Interesting. Can you pinpoint his location? Working on it, sir. It appears Q has been seriously injured. All the more reason we need to pinpoint his location. Broadcast emergency frequency Zen. The least we can do is slow down his body functions. Sir, got it. Good. Do we have anybody nearby? Citizen E, sir. Distance approximately 14 miles. Contact E and send her Q's coordinates. Tell her this is a rescue mission. Again, luck was on my side, bud. I'm not sure how much blood I lost, but somehow I came too. I knew I couldn't make it much longer, however. I crawled out of the wreck knowing my right forearm was broken and at least three ribs to go with it. My breathing was getting weaker, my sight was narrowing, and I was having a heck of a time supporting the weight of my own body. I thought that this was it. And then, she showed up. Not another step. It's alright. I won't move till you say so. I'm here to help. Who, who are you? Citizen E, liaison to Station Zero. It's me, Q. Try to remember. Remembering isn't my strong suit. And I think I've got a concussion. At this point, I ain't trusting anyone. Q, you've been in your para-persona for too long now. It's time to give up on Jerry Maggard. It's over. How would you know anything about me? We're on the same side, Q. Stay back! I have a gun. Q, Station Zero received your SOS. I'm here to help. How... How can I be sure? You can't, but you don't have much choice. The reality of it is you're seriously wounded. You need medical attention, and it won't be long before Medicor finds the wreck. I know it's a lot to ask, but you have to trust me. Who am I kidding? I don't even have the energy to hold this gun up anyway. Just so you know, I'm gonna pass out. It's okay, I've got you. And with that, I faded. As far as bad days go, that ranked right up there with the worst of them all. But, from what I heard, the other side wasn't doing so well either. How did this happen? I was told we had him. According to Agent Dickey, we did. He called us a little over an hour ago reporting that he had shot Mr. Maggard. That would explain all the blood. Did he say why? He mentioned something about being forced to, but you know how trigger-happy he was. Yes, I do. So what happened after that? Agent Dickey phoned us, so we sent an ambulance and backup, but by the time they got here, Mr. Maggard was gone. And Agent Dickey? The medical personnel found him in an extreme state of shock, resulting from severe hallucinations. It's very likely Mr. Maggard has a Wavepoint Zero device. Hmm. Well, from the looks of the amount of blood he's lost, he couldn't have gotten far. Have a search team assembled. Tell them to set up a 20-mile perimeter. Already have. Good. Where does this trail of blood lead? To the parking lot, sir. It stops in an empty spot. We believe he made it to his car. Sir? Ma'am? Unit 5 has reported finding a wrecked car matching the suspect's vehicle 24 miles southwest of here. The car appears to have been abandoned. Have all units head to the site. Tell Unit 5 to keep three men on the car. The rest need to set up a perimeter and begin a search of the area. Yes, ma'am. Mr. Overman isn't going to like this one bit. Do you think he had help? 
Let's hope not. You stay here and watch over the investigation. I'm going over to the car to see what they've found out. If anything changes, I'll let you know. Yes, sir. That is very surprising, and more than a little disappointing. What of Agent Dickey? I see. Oh, well. He's of no use to us anymore. Keep me informed. What happened? Seems your former husband made another daring escape. He sure is a resilient fellow. Now, where were we? You were going to tell me what you wanted me to do with this monster child. <laughs> yes, of course. The baby. Well, Ms. Garland, we were hoping you would agree to bring the little creature to term. You really want me to keep it? <laughs> oh, dear Lord, no. We don't expect you to keep it, Ms. Garland. We just want you to bring it to term. Once the little monsters come out, we'll take care of the rest. Your pregnancy is a curious matter, and we think the little abomination that will spring from your innards might give us some surprising insight. And what if I don't want to bring it to term? We here at Metacorp value a woman's right to choose. We are a very progressive company, as I'm sure you know well enough. With that choice, however, comes one of your own. Do we keep you on in our employ, or do we let you go? I wonder if the society knows about you and your involvement with one of their citizens. Choices, choices, choices. Sorry, sorry, I, I lost my head. <laughs> I was only having a moment of doubt. It's all these hormones, you see. Of course I'd be happy to bring the baby to term. Splendid! I will pass the information on to Dr. Zamir. He assures me that you will have the best prenatal care money can buy. Thank you, sir. That's most considerate. That's the least we can do for one of our most faithful employees. Have a good day, then. If you wouldn't mind sending in Agent Rogers on your way out. Of course not. Goodbye, sir. He wants to see you. Janice, are you all right? Did that maggard beast hurt you? I'm fine, Ted. I haven't been feeling well. Look, I can cancel this meeting for another time. Overman owes me that. I said I'm fine. All right, Jan. Look, I'll, I'll give you a call after this whole meeting thing, okay? No, it's not okay, Ted. I'm off to another mission. What are you talking about? I thought you were done. Things change, Ted. You know that better than anyone. You should. I'm only in this mess because of you. Jan, that's not fair. Your master's waiting, Agent Rogers. Be seeing you. Agent Rogers, so pleased to see you. It's been a while. Please, have a seat. Thanks. I bet you're anxious to get this retirement thing started, so I'll make this brief. Don't hurry on my part. I'm sure this retirement will last about as long as the last one did. I'm afraid I don't get your meaning. I could have sworn I retired a few years ago, and yet here I am. I'm beginning to think that no one around here understands what retirement is exactly. Is that so? Must be some form of miscommunication. I guess we all assumed you were just on a leave of absence. Cut the crap, bud. I ain't like the rest of the little yes-men you got running around here. I'm not afraid of your position. Is that so? You know it's so, Adam. I'm probably one of the only people still alive, well, or sane enough, to remember how you got to be where you are. You do well not to forget who your friends are. <laughs> how could I? 
As long as you're around to remind me, that is. Was that a threat? <laughs> you spent too long in the game, Ted. Your retirement couldn't come at a better time, wouldn't you say? Besides, you more than anyone should know how much I value loyalty. Oh, do I? I've seen real close and personal how much you value loyalty. Right to the bitter end, I'd say. <laughs> don't think your contribution hasn't been appreciated. I don't think you realize just how difficult some of those decisions really were. Fairly difficult on my end of things as well. <laughs> I gather you're right. You always were better at that sort of thing. My God, do you remember the shape of me when I had to give Brantz his walking papers? How could I forget? I've never seen anyone bring up that much food in my life. <laughs> See, it hasn't been so bad between us now, has it? I remember a time we used to enjoy this game. True. We had our days. But I just can't keep doing this anymore, Adam. I can't keep coming back for one last mission or one more small favor. I need to know that I'm done for good. Well, of course you are, old friend. This organization appreciates all you've done, and no one here more than me. I appreciate it, Adam. It means a lot to me. I'm just too old for this. There is one last thing I'd like to discuss with you, however, Ted. Yeah, and what's that? I'm almost embarrassed to bring it up. What is it, Adam? <clears throat> well, I didn't want to say anything, but being your friend, I also didn't want it to be dropped on you without warning at your debriefing tonight. Would you just spill it already? Agent Garland is pregnant. And? Well, come now, Ted. You can play it tough and dumb with all the other people in the field, but don't try it on me. Everyone on the board of directors knows you were having an affair with Agent Garland before this whole Jerry Maggard thing started. Is that so? Fine. Play the denial out. I don't blame you. Normally, the board would have recommended that both of you be reprimanded for a defying company policy. But I intervened. I'm sure they will make an exception for my older brother. Half-brother. That's only a technicality. I have always considered you to be my closest family. That means a lot. <laughs> I hate to cut this short, Ted, but I really must be getting back to business. I'll see you for Christmas supper, I assume? Of course, Adam. I wouldn't miss it for the world. I'm not sure how things went for you, bud. But for me, things were going back to normal. Problem was, I didn't remember what normal was supposed to be like. Well, well, look who's coming too. You had us all worried there for a while. Where, where am I? The Academy of Medical Sciences. Do you remember being shot? Uh, unfortunately. Well, that's good. With that much blood loss, I was afraid you might wake up a vegetable. By the way, I don't want to brag, but you kind of owe me your life. Yes, yes I do. Sorry, thank you. I don't know what I can do to repay you. You could start by getting your sense of humor back. The aches and pains are blocking my ha-ha response, it seems. There you go. That's the most Citizen Q thing I've heard you say. Uh-oh, here they come. I should get going before they catch me slacking off. I'll see you soon, okay? Thanks again. Oh, and hey, I want to apologize for pointing that gun at you. Don't fret it. 
Of course you'd have something to do with it. Good to see you too, Q. I'd like to reintroduce you to Director Alpha, Dean of the Department of Intelligence and Security for the Society. Yes, we've been following your story very closely, Citizen. We're glad to have you back. Thank you, sir. It's uh, good to be back. I hope you're feeling better. I'm a little sore and hungry, but compared to the alternative, pretty damn good. If I were a superstitious being, I would suggest you have maybe nine lives. I think I'd be pushing about a dozen about now. The fact that you survived the room without tears? That's especially impressive. Yeah, well, I'd rather not dwell on those days, sir. No, of course you wouldn't. I'll see you later, then? Whenever you want. I don't think I'll be going anywhere for a while. Get your rest, Q. When you're feeling better, I'll discuss some of the plans we have for you within the society. I look forward to it, sir. Are you comfortable here? As much as I can be. How long have I been out? Just over three weeks. That long? You lost a terrible amount of blood. We thought it best to keep you sedated. So, where do we go from here? Well, the first thing is to get you healthy. After that, we implant the memories you lost in the identity transfer. There's been talk of promoting you to an administrative position as well, but that's a little ways off yet. Is that so? Everyone's been impressed with your work on Project 548. I don't believe it will take them much deliberation to promote you. What was my mission, by the way? You need your rest. Everything will come back to you once your memories have been re-implanted. Uh, the thing is, I'd rather hear it from a human first before I have it crammed into my skull. All right. Six years ago, we found out about a project that Metacorp was working on called Only 548. We sent you in to infiltrate the company. We uploaded a para-persona into your consciousness so you'd be harder to find out, but somehow they discovered you. We believe it was from one of our captured citizens. They eventually found you out, captured you, then had you reprogrammed. Why not just kill me? We believe they wanted to test out our citizen programming. You're losing me here. Be patient, Q. Once you get your memories back, you'll remember all you need to know. Did I ever find out what 548 was? Yes. While you were unconscious, we extracted it from your subconscious. So, what is it? <laughs> I'm not allowed to tell you. So, let me get this straight. You people get to pick and choose which memories I keep and which ones I don't? It's the same for all citizens, Q. You agreed to this years ago when you applied for citizenship. Is that so? Will I remember making that decision? Not exactly. When you applied for citizenship, it was with the knowledge that your former identity would be erased. Yeah, that's pretty darn convenient, isn't it? It's necessary. Identities, memories, they tend to trip up the citizen programming. Is that right? So what's the point of all this, huh? What is the purpose of the society and the citizens? Our goal is to emancipate people from the mental poverty entities like Metacorp try to spread. The society's end goal is to see the people of the world free to interact with the reality that has been taken away from them and exploited by the wealthy and the powerful. Of course. Uh, what was I thinking? So tell me something. What if instead of being promoted, I wanted to quit? That's not a possibility. Citizenship is a lifetime commitment. Look, 
you're tired and probably suffering from shock. Once you have your memories back, I assure you, you'll feel better. How are you so sure? Q, what we do here in this society serves a good beyond any one person. We are at war with vindictive conspiracies, organizations that are trying to keep the masses from participation with their own future. You, long ago, willingly sacrificed your personal freedom and identity to fight this war. What would you have us do? I want to make that choice myself. I'm afraid your immersion in Miss Jerry Maggard persona is affecting your ability to see the big picture here. The many over the one. Is that it? To put it simply, yes. We're trying to create a world where selfishness does not succeed over altruism. Give it time, Q. I'm not saying your anger isn't justified, but you'll remember shortly enough the reasons we do the things we do. Good day. And as he walked out that door, I realized something. I would never be free. This game would go on and on, and there was nothing I could do to stop it. What are you doing here? Janice, it's not your fault. We can get through this. We've dealt with worse. What are you talking about? Overman told me about the pregnancy. My God, Janice, I never, I never thought it would end up like this. Of course you didn't. All you ever thought about was yourself. Ted, look where that's got us. I deserve that, but, but listen, Jan, it's not the end of the world. I swear on my life I'll make the Citizen Q pay with his life. Don't touch me. You don't have any right. All that time you said you loved me, and in the end all you did was sell me off to become some sort of counter-terrorist prostitute. I don't want you to ever touch me again. In fact, Ted, I don't ever want to have any contact with any kind with you. Janice, please, just... Goodbye, Ted. I hope retirement was well worth it. Hope I'm not boring you with all my problems, Bill. I'm sure you've had plenty of your own. You do look like you're drifting off a little. As I said, it took two more months of sleeping in a hospital bed and daily rehabilitation before I was feeling almost as good as new. I have to admit, the society has made some huge leaps in the field of medicine. I could barely even make out the scar. There I was, nearly three months after being shot to find myself on a five-mile jog. You're recovering pretty quickly. Can't keep a good man down, they say. I see. So, there's a rumor going around that they're making you an administrator? It hasn't been finalized yet. We'll see. Nonsense. After what you've been through, there's no way they'd pass you up for a promotion. When you say it like that, it doesn't seem all that appealing. I'm kind of a restless man. You'd think you'd have had enough excitement for one lifetime. You'd have asked Jerry Maggard that question, and he would have said yes without hesitation. Citizen Q, however, is a little more restless. You just can't seem to let this Jerry Maggard persona go, can you? You're always referencing him. Sorry, it's hard to shake the memories off of his life. I imagine. Longest I've ever had a pair of persona was 16 months. They're like a fungus. Once you got it, it takes a lot to get rid of. So, what now? About the society? No, about us. Do you remember some things? I looked over at her. She sure was a sight. Of course I knew what she was alluding to. I was kind of hoping she would have avoided it. How was I supposed to tell her I still had these weird feelings for Maggie? Of course I do, but that was a long time ago. Maybe. 
I think we were both enjoying ourselves. I wouldn't mind trying it out again. The thing is, E, I was married for the last three years. Granted, it was a fake marriage, but I'm having trouble wanting to do anything intimate at this point. When did you become so old-fashioned? Not asking for anything serious. Just thought maybe we could fool around. I need time. I'm a little unsettled after my messy divorce. (laughs) Sure. Fine. Try to keep up, would you? Keep up, she said. Hell, I was still walking with a bit of a limp. Citizen Q, welcome. Please, have a seat. Thank you, sir. Four days later, I was brought before the council. As you know, we have invited you here today because you have proven without a doubt that you are ready for a leadership role in this organization. Then he just kept going on and on. You have saved countless lives while risking your own. Through danger and creative thinking, you have opened new doors and so on and so on. To tell you the truth, bud, it was boring. You would think being lauded would be exhilarating, but really, it's just a bunch of nonsense. But if I learned anything while being Jerry Maggard, it was how to pretend I gave a crap. I won't bore you with the rest of the details, bud. Hell, I hardly remember him anyway. The whole time Director Alpha kept rambling on, I was busy thinking up a plan for escape. In fact, I'd been working on it since I woke up in that hospital bed. I had weeks to plan, to watch, to observe behaviors, schedules. I worked as an administrator for about two months before I made my move. You're keeping up. It's an improvement. There used to be a day I could have said the same to you. We all get older, Q. Nothing to be ashamed about. Say, uh, could we stop for a minute? Getting tired? Cute. No, I was hoping we could talk. So, what's up? I keep going over the talk we had a while back. Oh, forget about it. I realized I was being a bit pushy. No, no, it was me. I was the one all screwed up. I don't need an apology, Q. It wasn't like it was ever meant to... Look, I'm trying to say I enjoyed what we had before Project 548. And? And I wouldn't mind trying it out again. That is, if it isn't too late. You are getting sentimental in your old age, huh? I have to admit, Bill, I felt pretty cheap about the whole deal, but I had to do it. It was 7.13 in the morning. That meant that the guards at the southeast perimeter were about to check in with the guardhouse. It wasn't just my fault. If she wouldn't have been so infatuated, she would have felt my hand slide past her waist and turn off her communication device. Or at least notice the fact that I was wearing earplugs. What are you doing? Sorry, E. You just wouldn't understand. I'm leaving you with a message for them. You can't do this. I have to. Goodbye, E. Cute. I... I... I lay her down as gently as I could and put the little recorder in her palm. It was 7.14. I had a minute to reach the perimeter. I hoped all that jogging was going to pay off. God, I felt alive. It was as if all the time before that moment, I'd been in a groggy dream. But now, there I was, running for my life. A life that really had no point to it anymore. Well, I guess there was one more point to it. Damn it, Bill. I knew you'd never let me be. Jerry? 
Oh my god, it is you. How the hell did you get away? Ah! That's one right in the knee, and one in the left elbow. I don't want you making any sudden movements, so... Ah! There's one in your other elbow. Now, I don't suppose you want to start telling me what I want to know. Screw you! I won't tell you squat! I figured as much. If I were in your position, I'd be just about as stubborn. I'll tell you something, though. This isn't business. This is personal. I remember you, Bill. I remember all the things that happened before you guys caught me. I also figured out it was you who sent Phil over to take me out. I remember the night you and Overman met, too. Surprised? You're a fool. You kill me and they'll never stop hunting you. I told them they should have put you down. I guess that's a mistake everyone's going to regret, Bill. You're dead for this. We'll see. You'll never get away with this. Doesn't matter much anymore, Bill. I'd rather die than have to be some puppet in everybody's ongoing play. It's kind of nice not knowing what I've got to look forward to. Have you ever tried it? You're a dead man. The last thing you'll see before you die is the sight of your own... And that's how you died, bud. One bullet right between your eyes. I looked at that last dumb look of death on your face. It was sort of strange. You'd never have a chance to get revenge. It was just me left over. It made me smile. I went through your pockets as your blood began to dry. Wasn't much in the way of contents. Couple receipts, a few hundred dollars, but no ID, no credit cards, no library card. There was a letter, though. It was addressed to someone named Janice Garland. I'm sorry, but I couldn't resist the urge to read it. It said, Dear Miss Garland, I don't know what else to say, but I love you. I should never have recommended you for the housebroken program. I knew better. We both did. A love letter, Bill? I found it really strange you actually had feelings. And to my fake wife, even? It is a small world, I guess. In detail, you went through the history of your relationship with Ms. Garland. How painful it was to see her every day as she pretended to be my wife. About how all you ever dreamed of was the day it would be all over and the two of you could live happily ever after. I almost felt bad for a second. It was very sincere. You had a talent for love letters, Bill. I must admit. Towards the end, you allude to something that had me rather curious. I know it was a mistake, and I know they'll make you see it through to the end. But I want you to know it doesn't change my opinion of you. You're a brave woman. A a strong woman. And once again, you'll survive through another sacrifice. I don't know if we'll make it through these disasters or not, but I'll be waiting, hopefully. Yours truly. But I didn't want to know your real name. You would always be Bill Franzen to me. So that leads us to right here and now, bud. Here we are, you and me. In different ways, free men. I have to admit I don't know exactly what I'm going to do from here on out. I'll be hunted most probably from both sides. But in the end, it was my choice. There's a sort of calm I feel in that edgy nervousness of not knowing. It almost gives me hope for the future. I think it's time to be someone else for a change. Someone I choose to be. I wonder. You think it's all worth it, bud? I guess time will tell. See you on the other side of the story, Bill. Jerry drove for hours before reaching a park. He stepped out to stretch his legs. 
He looked over at the park. The children were playing on the equipment as their parents looked on. He couldn't help but feel a tinge of sadness. This was it, he realized. There was no turning back now. He looked over his shoulder to where the sun was setting. He wandered in the direction of the sun. What was next? Where should he go? The emptiness of no answer sent a shiver the length of his spine. He turned back to the playground as the light cast a rusted color through the leaves of the trees. All of those families and their many lives. They didn't seem so strange, he noticed, but there was their obliviousness. Outside of their barbecues and their daily routines, terrible mysteries were unfolding. Dangerous conspiracies snarled their teeth as they slept. He looked at them, familiar with their preoccupation with furniture and network television. It was a world he wasn't going to miss. He looked down at his watch. It was 548.